we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for March 27, 2023. Uh, have an extreme amount of information to get through today. Uh, I'm going to probably just try to, I don't, however many parts this ends up being, I'm just going to try to get through it all. The, the stuff at the end, I, I haven't touched on anything COVID related lately. And um, a lot of the stuff, I, I've learned some really amazing, interesting things. A lot of it's confirmation on what I had been recommending regarding the immune system, regarding how the COVID vaxxed are affecting the unvaxxed in a very incredibly negative way and what you can do to combat that and um, keep learning more and more a lot of confirmation on what we've been recommending all along and um, let me go from there oh and thank you also everybody that's donated regarding um, you know my daughter and the, her car fund and everything and her healings coming along very well um, and uh, praise the Lord for all that praise the Lord for your prayers and for your giving and um, I just wanted to thank you uh, anyway so let's go further here the first report before we get into all that I have some current events we need to get through first now I'm not gonna do anything on the um, the Christian current event side tonight because this stuff a lot of the stuff is more breaking stuff I need to cover, or it's the immune system-related COVID stuff that has been on the back burner for, I mean, I am months overdue covering this. So I have to kind of prioritize this tonight, and hopefully if I can get caught back up with this teaching, I'll be able to get be a little more even-keeled on the next one. Okay, so the first report is entitled, You Won't Believe What Is Going On in the Netherlands. I'm going to go ahead and play this one. Now, the reason I'm playing this is because this is the blueprint for what they want to bring all over the planet. So you may say, oh, I don't care what's going on in the Netherlands. But this is what they want to do to every place on the planet. It's just that there's places that are much further along in the whole New World Order agenda. So learning from the mistakes that are being made in this type of... And a lot of times, too... Um, like with the Netherlands, I, I got a list uh, email the other day from a listener, and I don't know if he lives there or, and it was on this, and I've seen it before. It was literally on a transgendered, some type of show they had. It was one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. I mean, they do stuff in evidently in TV over there, and, and I've known about this for a long time, just European TV, they, they do stuff, and I guess it depends what country you live in, but full frontal nudity. They bring five different devils out. Two of them, I think, are transgender. They had just had the surgeries, and they're full frontal nudity. They were blurring out the, you know, the genitalia stuff, but the children that were there, that were being forced and subjected to have this rammed down their throat, because that's why they were doing it, is it's almost like Satan, like I said, he never gets enough. He's always wanting to push the boundaries to see how far, what a society will put up with. They bring out these five demon-possessed devils, 
full, they're totally naked, head to toe. And they're saying, and the kids are like in, in, you know, shock from what I could see. I didn't watch a lot of it because I didn't want to, even though they were blurring out stuff. I, I don't, the Bible says I will set no wicked thing before my eyes. And it was just wicked. And they're up there with this facade of like, oh, I am so-and-so and I am a transgender. And ultimately, I guess it was to supposedly be under the guise of teaching them about sexuality and different genders and, you know, all this garbage. And there's transgender and there's gay and there's lesbian and there's regular, I mean, straight, which is, you know, they wouldn't do away with that, I'm sure. But Satan would, you know. And they're up there one by one explaining whatever, what their deal is. It was in their language. I don't speak that. And these are like, they look to be 10, 11 year olds looking at this. It's just so sickening and so beyond, it just defies the imagination. And in those environments where you see wickedness totally taking over, you're going to see much more of a prevalence toward them giving up all their rights, them doing, you know, every, giving into every wicked agenda that is set before them. Um, because they go in hand in hand. You know, the people that are the biggest mask Nazis and the ones that go along with the COVID shot program are typically some of the most, by and large, not always, but by and large, overall, some of the most wicked people you'll ever encounter. They're, they're you know, LGBTQ, pro-transgender, pro, oh, give, we'll give up all of our rights for climate change, um, beyond liberal they want to take away all your rights though but they want to shove theirs down your throat and make sure that if you don't embrace everything that we're trying to shove down your throat well you need to be you need to be eliminated because that's ultimately where it will will end up i mean even i think the mark of the beast there's evidence of that now i know we're not there yet but this is what they would like to see in their perfect satanic world. And Nether in the Netherlands, which is a gig unbelievably liberal, carnal, sickening place regarding morals, it doesn't surprise me that in places like that, you're seeing the most draconian things happen first. Because it all goes hand in hand. The more degenerate a society becomes the more unbiblical they become you're going to see that's where the satan will move in the first because they've given up all that ground they've abdicated for the most part the christians there have abdicated the battlefield i'm not saying all but they're an extreme tiny minority and therefore satan has come in to fill the void and this is the type of garbage you run into what i just described in this video these videos that you'll be hearing when that happens the part of the reason that the dutch government is down the necks on the necks let's say of the farmers is because environmentalist activists have taken the dutch government to court to force them to comply with european union top-down environmental apocalypse um, 
oriented uh, uh, European Union regulations that that are aimed at reducing, let's say, carbon output, but also reducing other forms of pollution. And now nitrogen pollution can be a problem if excess fertilizer enters waterways and so forth. It can cause algal blooms. And, and, and obviously it's the case that we want to pollute the least amount possible while growing food. On their tractors, farmers from all over the country headed to the now, little... I'm not necessarily endorsing Jordan Peterson here. He's the one that's doing the commentary. Um, or his theology or, or whatever. I, I think, though, what we're hearing here is 100% the truth regarding the situation. So this is a Netherlands farm protest. Anger over proposed nitrogen emission targets. Town of Stroo. Ignoring police instructions, they block motorways, causing traffic chaos. Thousands of Dutch farmers are rallying against the government on their tractors. I'm here for my future. I see my future falling apart. Not in 10 years, but sooner. Well, they're a peaceful hint of what's to come. Sri Lanka is more of a hint of what's to come. Or Germany, where they're rationing energy. Or the UK, where they expect power bills to hit 5,000 pounds a year next year. That's like 15% of people's net income. This right. is not a good idea. First of all, have I got They're that? just squeezing you and squeezing you and squeezing you. And that's not all part of this agenda as well the, the unbelievable hyperinflation the shortages we're seeing that to a certain extent here in america but it's more advanced in europe and elsewhere and typically the more ungodly a society is the more advanced it is because satan is further along in that agenda story right have have the dutch has the dutch government itself been cornered by the courts and is that a consequence of european union pressure I think that they are very happy that that happened, though. And they go further than what the European Union has told them to do. So the Dutch government isn't innocent in this case. You know, they're not completely just cornered by the courts. They have gone further than what Brussels has told them to do. So I think that is very important because it shows you their true intent. And I think that the true intent that the government has is to get rid of our farmers they want the land because they need yeah. the land i'm sure we'll get to that in a bit but it's definitely i would say that there's definitely intent here and it goes further than yeah, because they totally want to be able to control all food supply and they want that to be under 100 percent vice grip governmental control you control the food you're gonna you know obviously you're gonna be able to control the masses much better if you control the food supply and um this is the biggest reason they want to do that being cornered by courts they they are they are they've been cornered by the courts but they're perfectly happy with that cornering and they're willing to take it farther so why do the why does the eu and their and the courts and the environmentalists and the government have their panties in a knot so to speak about nitrogen per se like, what's the problem exactly that they're trying to address here? And why do they think that demolishing the farming industry is going to solve that problem? What's their goal? Like, if you had to frame it positively, what would their goal be? Huh. Well, the story is that they want to preserve nature. So there are designated areas in the Netherlands that are natural reserves, so to say. And they have decided, it's a political decision, that that landscape cannot change. So it has to remain the same. Uh, it has to remain the same as it was, for example, 25 years ago. So that means that certain sand dunes, for example, can't have vegetation or it, it, certain plants can't grow there. It needs to look exactly the same. So they say that that is to protect 
nature, but it's a political choice of how you want your country. No, it's because Satan says so. It's because it'll be the way they take away, one of the main ways they take away your rights. That's the only thing that this is ever all about, is stripping you of all your liberty, all of your rights, under the guise of not grieving Mother Gaia and not changing her in any way, shape, or form. When they could care less about this planet, they're the biggest polluters. They're the ones that are, you know, spraying us like cockroaches every day with the chemtrails, radiating the planet and, and the humans and the animals with 5G and all the other genocidal programs afoot to defile us, the planet, the animals, and the water. So it's, it's the ultimate form. Again, it's like Satan giving you a morality lesson is what this boils down to. To look how you want you know the landscape the countryside to look so to me that shows okay so, you that so it's start of this is real yeah well so 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 they're 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 pushing the pristine nature narrative yes fundamentally how many farmers do you think are protesting at the moment actively protesting in terms of absolute numbers physically protesting <clears throat> keeping in mind i do these things around the world so most of the people will be the support base that never go to a protest so your support base is always difficult to measure actually but everybody all the farmers that i speak with uh now uh, ava just mentioned sort of now i believe this is the guy you're hearing right now i played him i think last week or the week before michael yon an american war correspondent who has extensively covered conflict and pol conflict and politics around the world provides an insightful perspective on this issue he highlights the reasons behind the protests uh, which include concerns about government overreach, regulations that are hurting the farmers' livelihoods. He, he also sheds light on the border, broader context of the protest. Now, this guy goes all over the planet. He is constantly going here, there, and everywhere. From pillar to post, all over the planet, it seems like, to interview grassroots, the people, boots on the ground, what is actually going on. So... I don't really know a better person on the planet that could probably give us a perspective from, you know, coming from the actual people that are being affected by the stuff than this particular gentleman you're hearing speak. Apathy may have set in or resignation that they may not be able to uh, to defeat this government. Uh, actually, if we're talking about nitrogen, we're talking about the wrong level, by the way. Where if we're talking about the details of this, we're already losing. Because this is not about stickstoff, as they call it here, nitrogen. This is about taking those farms and making Tri-State City. Tri-State City is this giant city. You can see the maps. You and I have talked about it before when you were here, Jordan. Tri-State City is called Tri-State City because it will take most or all of the Netherlands, part of Belgium, and part of Germany into this mega smart city, basically a control city. And it happens to end at Rotterdam, which is at the end of the railhead all the way from Shanghai. So the railway all the way from Shanghai, China, all the way across Asia will go right through the middle of Tri-State City and we'll be sitting in Tri-State City right now. So you've got to take that farmland. If we go back in history and we look what Stalin did and in, in the Ukraine, uh, 32 and 33 in the Holodomor, uh, one of the things, he, the main people that he targeted were the kulaks, the farmers, right? So he did an information campaign. This is all about information war. He targeted the kulaks, labeled the kulaks. Labeling somebody a kulak was like then using the information war, uh, convince people that all their problems were the result of the kulaks. And if you just take their farms, your problems will go away. Right. So basically did a replacement strategy, right? And so people came in, killed the kulaks, and took their farms and had a massive famine, right? Because 
the ability to farm. I talked with a fisherman yesterday at the protest. His family has been fishing since the 1400s, as far back as he can track it, right? This is, they, fishing and farming is what they know how to do, right? So when you do these replacement strategies, for instance, the Mao did, of course, Mao studied Stalin. Uh, you, you've got to get rid of the farmers. So it's not about, it's not just about, it has nothing to do with nitrogen. That's completely irrelevant. Again, if we're talking nitrogen, we're losing. Now, on a bigger picture, you know that I study migration deeply. Hop, the human osmotic pressure, the hop, the human osmotic pressure is the push and pull of the migration. I just left Darien. I just left the uh, Darien Gap between Panama and Colombia again. That's why I dress in these funny clothes. And uh, so I was just down there watching Chinese come through in large numbers, yes. mostly military-age males. Yes. The Darien I'm, I'm seeing more and more of that, and they're and they're getting here. In fact, I could have done a whole report on that this week. All the Chinese military-age men that are coming across the southern border of America. I've talked about that in Canada, where they've got whole enclaves of Chinese. I mean, Trudeau's totally yoked up with them. They've got an army, probably several armies up there that are pre-positioning their troops. I've been talking, and this has been years I've been talking about a potential coming invasion. And obviously the border's wide open, and they want it that way. I mean, I saw that I got a report the other day. Red Cross gives out maps to the, and they just to the to the um, illegal aliens coming across and on where to cross the Red Cross. I mean, because they're all part of it. Our government wants this. It's it's all about absolute total destruction and annihilation and pre-positioning their troops ahead of time some of them are ms-13 gang some of them are other different mexican gangs some are gangs from um central america or or even south america some are um somalis some are uh, now i'm hearing a ton again about the chinese coming across military age men uh, into america pre-positioning their troops and, and where they end up disappearing to you know maybe they get they get across and then they go to their underground base or, or wherever they're going or safe houses and things of this nature this has been going on for years i have covered that topic over and over and one of these days they're going to have their order out of chaos and they're going to pull that switch i mean unless god intervenes they're going to pull that switch and and we're going to have all kind of attacks and, and it's going to be probably on the infrastructures probably on the water supplies um you, you're gonna eventually probably have open type of war with these and then they, it'll give them the luciferian illuminati their excuse to put their united nations blue hats on the streets in order to you know bring stability and to quell all the the wars there and they were the ones that brought them in and again this is just more confirmation of that is that area between colombia and south america between colombia and panama where people can it's an hourglass from africa and asia and south america through panama up to the united states so we have about a thousand people a day coming through there right now from about 140 countries now back to work let's bring this back to netherlands there's a clear replacement strategy going on that's what stalin did with the Holodomor, right replacing the kulaks that's what mao did that's what pol pot did that's what so many other people that's what 
what they're working on now in South Africa and have done in other African countries, right? They're doing, right now, people are coming in from about 140 countries just through the Darien Gap here in Netherlands, or let's go over to Luxembourg, a neighbor of, of Netherlands. I was there last year and approximately half of the country now is actually migrants. You can see that on their official website. Now, the migrants who are coming in are not monocultural. It's not just Afghans. I mean, or these are illegal aliens. They're not just migrating. These are these are weaponized illegal aliens that are being brought in specifically to annihilate whatever culture is put there and to create, um, you know, divide and conquer, essentially. They're bringing in their chaos so they can get their order, so they can get us out of the old world order, which they will destroy into the new world order, like a phoenix rising out of its own ashes. Pakistanis or Yemenis or something like that. So the divide and conquer is already done in that regard. For instance, one pig farmer that I was with in uh, Netherlands last week, uh, I asked if he's hiring any migrants. He said yes. He had a bunch of Afghans who were great workers, he said. and uh, But then they suddenly got their residence cards to live in Netherlands, and now they're getting paid to stay here, so they had to quit their work, right? He grows pigs and pears and Christmas trees. So then he hired some uh, other people. In other words, they don't want these illegal aliens that are coming in to really do anything productive. They want them to be a force of destruction. Culturally you know just live off the government we'll pay you to be here you're our you know you're our cannon fodder essentially and we don't want you to really contribute to whatever society we're moving you into we want you to destroy that society and they're and they're doing that a lot with their with the morality they bring forth uh a ton of them are muslims Islamic, which I'm mean, again in in the in the book the uh, Quran, it does say to kill and slay the infidels, and an infidel is a non-believer in Islam, and most people in these cultures that they're moving in, into are not Islamic, but this is a way they want to splinter and fracture those cultures from Africa and other countries, uh, Ukraine and, and other places. But he hires people from, from different countries that are migrants, right? They're prepping the Dutch mind and they're doing the same in Finland and other places to start taking in uh, migrants into your homes. They're not yeah. doing it yet. They're not ordering it. Right. But there is a law it's in coming. the Dutch books that in a case of emergency, you'll have to take people into your homes, right? <clears throat> and they're prepping this now in the news cycles. Can you imagine? I mean, can you, and, and again, if you just let the government do whatever it wants to do, and again, they're just, they're on their journey. It's going to get worse and worse because the people aren't doing anything to, or very few are doing anything to fight back. I understand you could say the protests of the farmers. I get it. That's wonderful. I, I, God bless their righteous efforts, but there's not enough. There's not enough numbers. And they have from a more, a morality standpoint if you have a show like i described where you've got you know 10 and 11 year olds you know viewing full-grown abominations on the stage full frontal nudity this is on tv there should be riots in the streets now i understand you could say the same thing about a lot of the stuff that's going on in america we haven't got to that point yet and i'm not saying that's where means that we're better or anything in america uh, but it is incrementalism, and there are different countries that are further along from a degraded moral standpoint than other countries.
like, you know, they're not doing it, but just to put that in the back of your mind, one lady that lives in a big farmhouse after her family is gone and her husband has died, she doesn't need that big farmhouse. She can bring in some Somalis to live with her, right? <laughs> they're prepping a replacement strategy. It's right yeah. in your face. It's right in your grill. I was down in Morocco last year watching uh, and the, the, the Moroccan government push people to Ceuta and Melilla, which are two Spanish cities that are in Morocco. And I was down in Greece watching the Turks push them over the border into into Greece. I was up in Lithuania watching Belarus. That's when I started warning that something was about to happen. When we saw the when we saw the uh, the Belarusians pushing migrants, they tried to push them into Poland. Poland did not allow it, of course. And then Lithuania allowed some in. I was up there for five weeks. The Lithuanians gave me complete access to their camps because I I know people in the Lithuanian army because I was with them in Afghanistan. So they gave me complete access to the camps and to the border and to their, their intelligence people and their uh, army and whatnot. And they had, this was a clear weaponization of migration. Yes. It's weaponization of migration. This has gone on since forever. It's all, again, all by design on purpose uh, to bring about their chaotic and, and bloody new world order. Okay. So the next video of similar just a different kind of angle. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this one now. The most intense and totalitarian tyranny will necessarily emerge in the midst of the most fragmented and individualized population. And so, and you see this on the identity front, you know, because the radicals claim now is that your identity is no, is nothing at all other than what you feel it to be at this moment, which is as hedonistic and whim-driven an identity as you can possibly imagine. And the consequence of that isn't freedom, except the freedom of idiot whim. The consequence is that you will 100% be 100 hand over all the responsibility that you've abdicated to top-down tyrants, and they will control every element of your life. Right. You can't have a tyranny without fractionated individuals. And it is, it is a perverse marriage, right, of that intent. Remember, the fractionated individuals, they're bringing in all these illegal aliens to fractionate to destroy every single culture that they're bringing them into and a lot of the cultures may be ungodly but you know there there's as ungodly as they are they're trying to just fractionate that because at least there may be unity unity against even evil in some of those cultures but when you fractionate it like this you just overwhelm satan's satan's very big at overwhelming us and this is what all these agendas are around us. All these different ways they're trying to overwhelm us and kill us off and depopulate the planet. It's about to just, you know, just getting you to throw up your hands and saying, I give up. I, I, there's, it's just too much. It's too vast type of thing. Subjective so-called freedom with this insane top-down international distant tyranny and, again, and we're definitely drifting in that direction that weaponized migration again with massive people coming from massive numbers of countries into places like the united states and all across the eu that creates that fracture not at the personal uh level in one mind but in in the whole population you know, nobody's going to be able to come together. You're, you aren't going to have Dutch farmers in the Netherlands. They're going to be able to stand up because they're going to be replaced, right? And then you're going to have a bunch of people from Somalia and other places that are all mixed together. They'll, they won't have any centralized ability to organize. Perfect slaves. I mean, this is very easy. This is what they say they're going to do. You've spent a lot of time in poverty-stricken and war-torn countries. And my suspicions are, I don't want to put words in your mouth, that you've developed a certain degree of 
what would you say, understanding of and empathy for the world's poor and dispossessed. And I suppose the globalists who are anti-border would make a case that the poor people around the world should have the opportunity to come to the West and flourish. And so, and when you speak of the danger of migration, then it's easy to paint you as someone who's, you know, anti-third world and anti-ethnic minority. And But there is a real problem of poverty around the world. And so what's your sense about how that poverty could be properly ameliorated around the world without that poverty, without us falling into this like homogenized, globalist, utopian, fractionated individual trap. Well, keep in mind, I've spent more than half of my life overseas outside of the United States, more than half of my life in about 90 countries, right? So I understand that some fish just don't mix well in the same aquariums, right? I mean, uh, there's some, you know, if you had a uh, the aquarium fish chart, there are some fish like, like, let's say, Filipinos that are green, 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 yellow. They don't get along with Filipinos as well, but green, Filipinos get along with everybody, right? <laughs> they just, they're like the universal donor in blood. And then there's Chechens, red, 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 red. Some don't get along very well with each other. For instance, when I was in the migrant camps in Lithuania, I asked specifically, do you have any Chechens? And they said, yes, we keep them separately. I said, what's the critical mass? In other words, how many? They said, well, actually, we have a critical mass. We never have more than six Chechens together. If, if you have seven Chechens or more, it's kind of a joke, but it's not. They go super critical, right? They become a gang, right? A lot of... Uh, uh, Something that a lot of people don't understand is that you're not importing individuals. You're importing like Somali tribes or Nigerian tribes. When you meet a Nigerian, like I was with a Nigerian a few months ago in Ireland, and I, and I asked him what people he was from. Was it the Igbo or whatever? You know what I was asking? There was different groups over there. And, you know, he, they, the, the Nigerians don't come and get together with Nigerians. They come and get together with people from their tribe, right? So when you have Kurdish people come in, I love the Kurds. I'm out with Kurds a lot when I'm over in that part of the world or Yazidis. I've spent a lot of time with Yazidis up in Nineveh province in Iraq. And I met some Yazidis in the camps over in, uh, in Lithuania, for instance. And one's still there. He messages me. He's stuck in a camp. And he, actually, he doesn't even speak English. He speaks German. So we have to communicate in German. He lived in Germany before. The point is, some of these people get along very well. Others come in as gangs or they become gangs later, right? And this is designed to split us apart. Now, of course, we can always take migrants in and we should, but we should take them in in the amount that can actually sort of dissolve within our, or at least become uh, time to, to time to digest, let's say. But this is weaponized, integrate. This is weaponized. That's what Stalin- Legal, legal migration, I think is what he means. They're not illegal where they're just pouring over the border and it's a total satanic agenda in the Holodomor in 1932-33 and well actually before and after that as well that's what that's what Mao did Pol Pot, always trying to get rid of these base groups that have some cultural identity the farmers you got I keep telling Dutch farmers because I'm looking at this from the orbital view because I go from country to country and I'm looking for patterns and okay so it goes a little bit more but I, I think you get the point there about what they're trying to do now that concept of certain races being very, very, very problematic. Well, there's there's Bible for that. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of Old Testament Bible for that. I mean, you know, <clears throat> you know, obviously, a lot of the totally overt pagan uh, cultures that Israel went up against. Um, the Bible does not speak well to them. But even in the, in the New Testament. Uh, Titus 1, 12 and 13 says one of them, them one of themselves, even a prophet of their, of their own said the Cretans 
so I'm assuming this prophet was a Cretan, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. That means lazy, I believe. Um, he's indicting his whole race of people. And then what does the Bible say? Does it say, oh, that's that's not true, that's mean. No, it says this witness is true. So there are whole races of people from different cultures and countries that you got to be really careful of overall. I'm not saying there's not exceptions. I'm not saying God can't save them. But overall, like he has, he says the Chechens don't play nice with anybody. Okay. One of them themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. This witness is true. What's the remedy? Wherefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be found sound in the faith. So in other words, if they come to you and, you know, they want to get saved or whatever, you're, you might have to handle them differently than you would another race of people. Um. So anyway, let's go further here because boy, do I have a lot to cover. Okay, order out of chaos, divide and conquer. And again, this is also part of the divide and conquer. This next subject I'm going to be covering. Infowars and many of the alternative media are going for the total destruction of the Illuminati puppet Ron DeSantis. While they, are, while they totally ignore all the evil that Trump has done and they continue to glorify that devil. Article that I have at Peter Okay, now I, I don't know what kind of microphone Peter Santilli is using, but I mean I've heard a couple of his and, and it's just it sounds like this every time. It looks like he's got a really really high level um, studio. I mean super super mega nice, and he's just this staticky horrible microphone. Now, regarding this dude, Pete Santilli, I listened to him on and off years ago sparingly because he's a disgusting pervert at least that's what he how he represented himself to be before and i mean he was right out in the open really uh deprecating uh horribly demeaning comments regarding women that i cannot repeat and then he he goes this whole Eamon bundy thing remember that and the whole standoff out there on, on the east coast and he got thrown in jail he went to cover it staying out there got thrown in jail and when he came out and it was he was in jail for a long time he was a totally different person now all of a sudden he wears suits he was never doing that before i don't hear him cussing anymore i don't even hear him cussing at all i don't hear him using the same really derogatory things about women anymore He's trying to portray himself as this really morally upright guy. And it's not like he got saved or anything. It's not about that. He, it's just, I believe so many of these people on the right in alternative media are controlled opposition. I believe he is 100% one of them now. I don't think he was before. I think he was like a loose cannon before. I think they may have taken him into that jail and, and um, really got his attention. I don't know if they did brainwashing or reprogramming or whatever they did on this guy, but he's totally different now. Looks different, acts different, talks different. Not a Christian, but it's unbelievable to me 
that Alex Jones, Pete Santilli, his guest host, I don't know what her name is, Laura Loomer, all of these controlled opposition have 100% come out in unison and went after DeSantis, okay, just like Trump. And they will ignore every single wicked thing that Trump has done. Trump's done far more wicked wickedness and evil than DeSantis has, by far. He's the one that gave us that big, beautiful kill shot that he refused to disavow to this day. I mean, one of my listeners commented, and I'll read you the letter, that, you know, he's a mass murderer. He brought us Operation Warp Shield or whatever that was, Warp Speed, where the government and the, and the uh, military combined to give us that big, beautiful kill shot. Bragged about if Biden was in office that it would have taken him way longer. Hasn't ever disavowed it. Profited greatly off it. All the other wicked things he does, all how he brought all the 5G online, the 5G kill grid and all these things, and all the other wicked things Trump has done that I've covered over and over and over again i've got over 100 pages of documentation on all the wicked things that trump has done and all the sexual assaults from that he's you know with women and stuff the the, the pedophilia stuff the stuff that the pictures that he's taken with his own daughter ivanka when she was you know very young sickening really wicked evil perverse pictures incredibly sexually suggestive they won't say a word about none of that, not a one bit. Nope. They will only focus on, now the newest, newest thing is to focus on how wicked and evil DeSantis is. Now, I've been exposing DeSantis for a very long time when very few people were doing that. I've got a whole file on DeSantis too. It's not anywhere even remotely what my files are on Trump. I have to split my files up on Trump because it's so voluminous, I don't want to have it all in one place. I've got one with all of his sexual deviancy, the court cases, the, the court, I've got court documents, the firsthand accounts of women that he's sexually assaulted, the, 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 um, how he's molested children, the payouts for that. And then I've got another one with all his political stuff where he's done to sell us up the river and, and this messianic complex he has where he's, continues to compare himself to jesus we're going to talk about that next and these devils will sometimes maybe maybe get a blip on the radar where they'll say yeah well i can't believe trump did and then they'll go right back to to pushing him he he got bad information all this other stuff when trump was wicked long long he's been wicked from the very beginning okay bought sold and paid for by the illuminati the proof is so easy to find. Good buddies with Jeffrey Epstein. Guaranteed went to the island. Neighbors with him at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, Ghislaine Maxwell bragged about she, she would go to Mar-a-Lago, Trump's, which they lived, they were neighbors, and recruit the girls that they brought back to Epstein's bachelor pad in Mar-a-Lago, in Mar right next to Mar-a-Lago, or near there, stones throw away. And they would recruit the, the girls that worked at Mar-a-Lago to come back and they would turn them into basically prostitutes, escorts at Epstein's little mansion bachelor pad there. And then a lot of times then it would progress onto that where they were flying them to Epstein Island. They won't touch any of that. These devils, these sanctimonious devils. 
They want to strain at a gnat. And I understand you could say DeSantis is more than a gnat. But in comparison to Trump's associations and the things that Trump has done, it is a comparison. They want to strain at a gnat, like the Bible says, and swallow a camel. And hope that you're not going to do any research to find out that Trump is pure evil. And probably, I would say, far more evil than DeSantis will ever be. And this is what's so disgusting about them. One of the many things, like Alex Jones and this DeSantis and Laura Loomer and these types that are doing this. And again, it's all about divide and conquer. It's all about, okay, now we're on the right, so now we've got to splinter the right and the conservatives and the Christians. Now, I, I, I don't advocate Trump or DeSantis. I believe 100% and I prove it, they're all devils. And this is just done for our entertainment. But they want to keep you fixated on this. So I'll just let them talk for a little bit here. About DeSantis being a knight of Malta is the most extensive breakdown. Uh, and when I, when I attack people for being, I mean, really at this point, if you're not reading that article, you're not doing your own research on DeSantis and who he is. Shady, shady, shady background. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you're, you're negative just to go away from But Tr Trump has a puritanical wonderful background he's never i don't well he says he's never sinned he said that they asked him have you ever prayed to jesus he's like well no i haven't really basically had a need i saw the interview i played the interview i i really haven't had a need to because he doesn't believe he's ever sinned this is how satanically demonically possessed trump is oh please uh, we have a group, a mighty group of very, very intelligent people. Uh, we know what DeSantis is and who he is. And we're going to quadruple down here, okay? L look at um, at what he did. This should tell you everything you need to know about who DeSantis is. Yeah, but again, they won't do anything on Trump, ever. And what his stance is on the Constitution. Because what is happening to President Trump? This guy says, oh, I got too many things to work on. Well, uh, I'll tell you what, if I were the governor of Florida, you know what I'd say? Uh, he is a Floridian. We worry about Floridians, and he's not going anywhere. We will deny any extradition request. He'll stay here, and he'll have the protection of the state of Florida. Okay? Your attacks uh, from New York are in a completely different... We are a sovereign state. That's what he should have said. Your attempts to come after the president of the United States politically. But, no, he didn't do that. Because he benefits politically, right? So what is he doing? He's putting his politics before the U.S. Constitution. Yeah, he's playing a role in the whole puppetry of this whole right-left paradigm, divide and conquer. That's what he's doing. That's what. De if DeSantis was told by his higher-ups, no, you need to protect Trump, you need to have like, create a sanctuary for him, and then that was the way they were going to play things out, and then maybe they would be on the same ticket in 2024, which I'm very seriously doubting that, obviously, now. That's what he would do. But he's not. And they're trying to say, oh, DeSantis is such a little worm, and he's jealous of Trump, and all of a sudden, he won't do it because he wants to see Trump go to... It's all this... Again, divide and conquer garbage. Is that the kind of president you want? You ding-a-ling. Yeah. Is yeah. Out there, anybody out there supporting? Yeah. But I, you, I mean, evidently, what what he's inferring there is that, oh, Trump isn't like, Trump's a good guy. He's morally up. And, and again, it's just 
beyond incomprehensible. One of the most degenerate devils that's ever walked the planet, Trump. And not a word, not a word about any of it. Okay, so the the next video. And I mean, the videos up on Infowars right now. Ron Estanis is skull and bones. He's not skull and bones. Okay, they're just lying outright. He is scrolling key and St. Elmo's, which are two different secret societies at Yale. I've said that he's scrolling key. I wasn't uh, aware he was St. Elmo. St. Elmo's is right out in the open. There, there's no, uh, there's no scrolling key. I had seen that before that he was a scrolling key man. It's, I'm having a harder time finding that information right now, but I do believe at one time that was just very well known. I mean, it was. I think they've removed that from some of the uh, things, but scrolling key. And again, what what is that? Well, it's one of the secret societies at Yale, just like Skull and Bones. It's one of the less, it's the one, it's a tier right below Skull and Bones, okay? Which is what the both the Bushes, Bush Sr. and Jr. were members of Skull and Bones. Uh, so many different politicians were members of Skull and Bones. Uh, okay, number 322, which we talked about last week. Uh, so, let's go to this. Okay, so... Yeah, that's just the, the next thing that we're going to look at here. Is it not a fact that... So this is, again, Pete Santelli, um, the reformed, amazingly reformed Pete Santelli, and Laura Loomer, who looks like a trans to me. I'm sorry, I just always thought she was transgender. I just... She has a very strange look about her, and she... And again, they're doing this all over the place, guys. I, I, did you know Shania, Shania Twain's totally transgender? Shania Twain, who is evidently like the biggest country Western um, star ever as far as, I think, n number of albums sold? 100%. 100% I have seen evidence that she's transgender. I will try to cover that in an upcoming teaching. The evidence is beyond overwhelming. From the titles of her songs that you never think about until you actually look at it, to her early pictures, to so many ways they have put it in your face with Shania Twain. To just analyzing her body anatomically, and there are videos that do that, they are constantly punking the planet with all of their sick transgendered Hollywood and music industry and sports serena and venus that's well known transgender michael obama i mean michelle obama well known they do it on purpose. How is Baphomet presented? The Baphomet, the goat of Mendez, the, the, the androgynous, well, it's a goat-headed devil in a throne with female breasts and male and female in that, like a hermaphrodite. Okay, this is what they're always trying to twist and pervert and deceive you. Now, I'm not saying Laura Loomer is, but I've always gotten that impression. I never, she creeps me out. Um, she's obviously controlled opposition at bare minimum. Okay, bare, bare, bare minimum, this woman or man is controlled opposition. And this just proves it. Pizza and Telly, Laura Loomer, Alex Jones, all these that are, are attacking DeSantis when there's about a, 
thousand or a hundred times more things they could attack Trump on, yet refuse to do so. They show themselves to be who they are, and that's controlled opposition. And at the end of the day, they're wanting you to get on one train or the other, the left or the right. The problem is, is the puppet master controls both trains. And that's what a big part of what this ministry is about is showing that to you so that you're not destroyed for lack of knowledge, so that you're not ignorant of Satan's devices. Why? Lest he get an advantage of you according to what the word of God says. And to mark them which cause division and offense is contrary to the doctrine which you have learned and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly and by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. So let's let this run for a little bit. Ron DeSantis as a JG, okay, in, in the military, working for this entity in Afghanistan, for instance, that was identified by Seymour Hirsch as an entity that's taken over our government. A select few military people that are tied to the Order of Malta. It's like almost... And, and like, that very may all be true. But Trump's no better. Trump's worse. Look what he's done. I mean, granted, maybe if you gave DeSantis four years in office, he would be right up there with Trump. He hasn't had that opportunity yet. He may get it. I don't know. Aliens landing. But is it not a fact that Ron DeSantis in, uh, at Yale University uh, was a member of St. Elmo's, which is a higher level yeah. of secret society? And Scroll and Key, and they don't even really get into that. Than even Skull and Bones. Is that a fact? I don't know if St. Elmo's is higher than Skull and Bones. Come on. I mean, all the Bushes, from the grandfather to the dad to the, you know, Bush Jr., they were all members of that. Uh, Al Gore, uh, I mean, you look at the Skull and Bones membership list. These are some of the heaviest, highest hitters there are. I don't know about St. Elmo's being above that. I, you know. But they want, they want to portray it as like the worst of the worst. The, the, you know. Yeah, so there's a lot of discussion about which uh, we know for a fact that Ron DeSantis was a member of secret societies when he was attending Yale. And yeah. then, of course, they said he went on to attend Harvard Law School as well. And so uh, there's been discussion about whether it's, a, you know, St. Elmo's or Skull and Bones. We do know uh, about the, the Bush's affiliations with Skull and Bones and how Ron DeSantis himself has been very, um, you know, very... Uh, complimentary uh, of the Bushes, uh, referring to Bush as the greatest Yaley ever. <laughs> yeah, and that's that is true. All that's true. Something that we all need to know as well is that you mentioned that he was a he was a JAG officer in the Navy. Uh, his job when he was a JAG officer in the Navy was working with the Bush administration uh, during the Iraq War, um, overseeing torture at Guantanamo Bay. And these are these are the types of people that do get elevated. Because they're willing to do whatever it they, they've sold out to Satan so long ago. They've got the right bloodline, bloodlines of the Illuminati, that whole concept, and, and that is very important. And they've proven themselves before they ever got to get in a position like Governor of Florida or President Trump. And they're they're so bought and paid for too. They're so they're so blackmailed that if they ever you know how much they've got on Trump as far as just probably sex tapes and things of this nature. They probably got the same on DeSantis, most likely. That's how they operate. They don't let you get to that position unless you are so blackmailed to the gills that if you even dare think got get out of line, you're going to be gone, exposed, whatever, or a combination thereof.
That's how this sick world works, unfortunately, right now. Another one that InfoWars put up. Ron DeSantis, nice of Malta, servant of the British crown. Then DeSantis is a scumbag, continues to betray Floridians on the Trump endorsement theft tour. Listen, I've exposed DeSantis. I have. But this is all about divide and conquer. And I had to cover this because it just keeps coming up in the news cycle. And I don't want any of my listeners to fall into this. Uh, going further, listener comment on finally seeing the light regarding Trump. This is from a doctor, PhD, longtime listener. I'm going to keeping him anonymous. That wrote me. Um, this was a couple days ago. He says, I am now getting into arguments on Truth Social, which I believe is Trump's social uh, like network or whatever, like Facebook, but it's called Truth Social. It's all about data mining is really what it's about. Arguments on Truth Social with Trump supporters who are just as stupid as the leftists and atheists I argued with on Twitter before my suspension. A- again, the Bible says don't cast your pearl before swine, pearls before swine, you know, uh, um, Contend not with a fool, lest thou be like him. Now, there is a time you contend with a fool, lest he be wise in his own conceit. And that's typically at the start of a, of a, I've learned, I don't even want to get into this kind of stuff. I don't want to waste my time with it. You know, most of the time it's absolutely pointless and it's just going to eat up your time. Um, from, from what I, I got a whole section of Bible verses on this. Now, I'm not telling him do as the lord leads you but i wouldn't sit there and burn tons of time on people's whose minds are made up don't confuse them with the facts and that's typically what you're going to run into in today's day and age so um i argued with uh let's see here i'm just going to start over i am getting into arguments on true social with trump supporters who are just as stupid as the leftists and the atheists i argued with on twitter before my suspension and it's getting old hearing the excuses of these so-called conservatives make them making these for trump i defended him for five years i voted for him twice and then saw things that i simply could not ignore i've even argued with scott if you read this on air and that's to me over issues i thought he was wrong about did the research myself and ended up eating my emails meaning you know he's eating you know, his stance that he took before regarding Trump. Any Anyone who investigates the evidence objectively will come to the same conclusions. Anyone who doesn't, doesn't because they don't want to, period. Country is more important than God to those who continually defend Trump in spite of all the evidence. Well, it's, it's country, but it's also cognitive dissonance. It's also they've invested all this time in a belief pattern, and in this particular case, Trump, or maybe the Republican Party, or a combination thereof, thinking that these are the good guys, that they're not controlled opposition, really. And anyone that's going to come and try to destroy that paradigm, there's all kind of demons whispering in their ear, don't do it, don't, they're liars, they're liars, they're just, they're, they're not true conservatives, they're not true Republicans. This is a this is a spiritual battle. It really is when it comes to this kind of stuff. So, um, anyway, country is more important than God to those who continually defend Trump in spite of all the evidence that he's clearly controlled opposition. But here's the problem. Prob- 
Here's probably the biggest argument from Trump supporters to justify his mass murder of thousands of conservatives, and those conservatives are continuing to be mass murdered, who took his safe and effective bioweapon, COVID kill shot. I added that part in. Here's the argument. But Trump gave us a good economy, good jobs, lowest unemployment. Oh, but he's, you're dying in droves. He's killing you slowly. He's killing your family. But hey, he gave us a good economy, good jobs. Low, what is that? That's money. And the love of money is the root of all evil. So it, it, it factors into that whole concept. You know who else had a great economy, low unemployment, and a cozy socialist utopia? Jim Jones. Right before his followers, followers trusted him enough to consume a product that their beloved leader told them to, that was safe to take. Sound familiar? The poison Kool-Aid Jim Jones offered was just, was just as safe as the shot Trump endorses. Well, that one killed you a lot quicker, but I get, yeah, what he's saying there. And the Jim Jones was the mass genocidal thing where he had his cult and... Was a, I believe it was, he was a CIA operative. and You can pull that up on YouTube. Jim Jones documentary. If you're not familiar with it, you might be younger, you might not be familiar with it. But he had brought his, this cult down to... Oh, is it Guyana? I think, yeah. And they were totally brainwashed to the gills and pretty sure it was a CIA op and they were seeing how far they could take this thing. And this was a big old beta test and he... One day he came across and, you know, gave them all the poison Kool-Aid and they all took it and they all died and they found them. I don't know how long later and they're all dead. Mass genocide. Yep. He goes on to say, if Jeffrey Dahmer built a wall, lower taxes, the, the really sadistic uh, serial killer of gay men, uh, he was gay, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, if he built a wall, lowered taxes, broke the stock market records, created millions of jobs, I still wouldn't vote for him because he's a serial killer. Trump is also a serial killer. He's controlled opposition used by globalism to get conservatives to things that the, to do things they would not do if advised or oh if that advice or information came from the left or from the rhinos. Republicans in name only, okay, those those types. Yeah, exactly. It's all about hurting us where they want us to go. He, um, I said that part, but then he goes, then he says, but we shouldn't vote for DeSantis. Soros endorsed him uh, again is one of the arguments he's getting, and then he says, I don't know if DeSantis will be any better than Trump in the long run, but criticism of him should at least be honest. Soros did not endorse DeSantis. He simply gave his opinion on who would win the 2024 election when asked. Okay, well, let's actually go exactly to what Soros said. This is from the WashingtonExaminer.com. I covered this either the last study or the study before that. And I'm not doing this to be Mr. Smarty Pants. I'm just, I want to tell you, you can make your own conclusions if George Soros actually endorsed DeSantis. Okay, and this was from February 16th of 2023, this year. So this just happened, you know, not even a month and a half ago, this happened, this article came out. In a wide-ranging speech, George Soros ripped Trump's presidency and complimented elements of DeSantis' style. He said, quote, DeSantis is shrewd, ruthless, and ambitious, said Soros, adding, he is likely to be the Republican candidate. Now, 
if that's not a Republican candidate endorsement, you know, I don't know, maybe it's not in everybody's mind, but he's certainly not denigrating the guy. Trump, on the other hand, this is DeSantis, or I'm sorry, this is Soros saying this. Trump, on the other hand, quote, has turned into a pitiful figure, continually bemoaning his loss in 2020. Big Republican donors are abandoning him in droves, he said. Okay, so, all right, going back to this report now. Um, we do, however, know that George Soros gave Trump $160 million to invest in the Chicago Trump Tower in 2004-2005. So that was a long, long time ago. You know, I don't think that they're playing nice together at this point. It was, you know, 18 years ago that that happened. At one time, they were on the same page. At that time, Trump was an open Democrat, too. You know, uh, I don't know how DeSantis gets George Soros's endorsement being DeSantis's Republican, supposedly, even though he's a controlled opposition puppet. And George Soros is obviously on the left. But again, it's all the same. They're all on the same team at the end of the day. It's two sides of the same wicked coin. You don't get to that level unless you're doing that. So um, then he he says, so much for being anti-globalist and, and anti-Soros, um, I guess, regarding Trump. This article was written before the mainstream media theatrical assaults on Trump, so it's not a hit piece on Trump. And it's a Chicago Tribune article that he's forged me. Then he goes on to say, I could write a book on this, but but thanks for letting me vent. It seems half of the Trump community needs as much evangelization as the left. Contrary to the newest conservative book on Amazon entitled Donald Trump, Son of Man, the Christ. And he gives a link to that, to Amazon. He says, Trump is not my savior. Yeah, I talked about this before. Seen more and more stuff on this. Donald Trump, Son of Man, the Christ. Everybody, so many people, not everybody, but so many people in his base comparing him to Jesus Christ and his sufferings. That's what we're going to talk about next. So, beyond blasphemous, my daughter actually forwarded this to me the other day. She couldn't believe it. Beyond blasphemous, Vice News reports. Who had it worse? Vice News. Now, Vice is wicked, okay? Just so you know. As liberal and left-leaning as you could possibly get, Vice News. Vice News reports. Who had it worse? Trump or Jesus Christ? In the MAGA world... The Christian nationalism circles, many Trump supporters see his imminent arrest, which may or may not happen, who knows, as eerily similar to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. Now, Vice is reporting on this, but this is what a lot of his followers are actually spouting. Eerily similar to the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. They're comparing that degenerate, sexually deviant devil that who is a mass murderer who gave us the big beautiful kill shot that he will probably never disavow to Jesus Christ you talk about a whole sect of people if you're if you're a trump you're just as demon possessed as the people on the left then if that's where your mindset is now i'm not talking to my listeners i'm just saying in general you are just as demon infested as the people on the left most likely if that's where your mindset is that you've elevated trump to some type of jesus christ like figure in all these comparisons 
There's even a new book entitled President Donald J. Trump, The Son of Man, The Christ. Oh, let's not forget Trump's recent post that I got into recently um, where Donald Trump shares a post proclaiming him, meaning Trump, only second to Jesus Christ. And if he could get away with it, Trump would be ahead of G and that's the way Trump feels in his own mind anyway come on give me a break he just has to feign some level he can't go out on in public record saying he's the greatest he's he's ahead of Jesus Christ he would if he thought he could get away with it that narcissistic sociopath would do that well he finally mentioned the name of Jesus but not in a confession of faith but in a confession of pride and arrogance the same Jesus he said he's never prayed to in his whole life and I've played that report before. Some of Donald Trump's supporters can't help but see the similarities between the plight of their beloved former president, who's in hot water, legally speaking, for the alleged scheme surrounding hush money to an adult film star and the suffering of Jesus Christ. Oh, he paid the hush money to Stormy Daniels. That's that's on record. I mean, that's, that's it came out regarding that. It wasn't Stormy Daniels that brought it out either. I, it was either the New York Times or one of those that that brought it out. The report broke. And then the cat was out of the bag and then she had to get involved. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office is reportedly preparing to indict Trump in the relation to the $130,000 payment that did happen from his lawyer, I believe it was Michael Cohen, and Fixer to Stormy Daniels in exchange for her silence prior to the 2016 election. They wanted to keep her silent prior to him running because they knew she could be a big problem. Trump has tried to cast himself as the victim of a political persecution by evil. You know how many women have brought lawsuits against this guy? Again, that 50-page that plus document on his sexual deviancy gets into all that. And I'm sure that's only a tip of the iceberg of what I could find. I mean, I've been I've been compiling and adding to that document for years now. At this point, uh, Trump has tried to cast himself as a victim of political persecution by evil and sinister people who are killing our nation as we sit back in a series of blustering social media posts in recent days. The former president has long played a key role in the imaginations of. Christian nationalists who believe America is inherently a Christian nation and should have Christian laws and Trump is their savior. Now this gets a lot into the whole dominionism aspect that I talked about recently about the Christian nationalist dominionists that believe that they're going to make this nation such an unbelievable place that basically the book of Revelation and Daniel and all that's are it's all been it's all past anyway. I believe they're all preterists. That you've almost got to be into preterism to believe that, that everything happened at 70 AD in the book of Revelation and Daniel and other stuff. If you don't know what I'm talking about, key in preterism, preterism in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done tons of studies on it at this point. And if you believe all that's passed, well then, what's left? Well, I'm pretty sure it's the millennium, the thousand year. And that's what they believe that somebody like Trump is going to bring us into. And I do believe... That could be the way they bring us from the old world order into the new world order, convincing all the Christian, dominionist, nationalists. And then you got the signs and line wonders and then the alien disclosure and all this other stuff adding to that, getting you to questions because these people do not know the word of God. And they believe they're going to make the world such an unbelievable, amazing place, these dominionists, that 
they're going to usher in Jesus Christ will come back, set up his kingdom because it's going to be just so amazing. And they're acting like Trump will be on the spear tip of this. Or maybe DeSantis or maybe both. And I would almost guarantee you Alex Jones, Mike Adams, Laura Loomer, Pete Santilli, and a host of other people in alternative media, Christian Bro- Christian Broadcasting Network, Sid Roth, all the, the fake charismatic prophets and doing it for the profit. All the main mega churches, they're all going to be pointing to the man of sin as Jesus Christ. It's not going to happen overnight, but this is where I, how, how, how are we going to get from the old world order, order into the new? How are we going to deceive the vast majority of Christians on the planet? And this is going to be the essence of the strong delusion of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 that God said he is going to send. That they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. See, that's much more palatable. The whole dominionist theory, that's much more palatable than believing that, and again, whether you're pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, whatever, that you might have to go into the tribulation and become a martyr. It's much more palatable to believe the other. They want to tickle your ears, as the Bible says. So these people believe that Trump is their savior. Christian nationalist language has seeped into the MAGA world rhetoric. I'm seeing more and more of it. Really creepy. But Trump's imminent arrest has taken it to new heights. Again, whether he is or not, I don't know. They're gonna, I do believe they're going to play that card eventually to really try to make him some type of martyr-like figure. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to kill him. Maybe they will. I doubt it, but maybe they will. They got a lot invested in that devil. Lawyer Joseph McBride, who is representing a handful of January 6th defendants, who Trump, by the way, is totally abandoned as far as I can see, thinks the timing of of Trump's uh, likely arrest is notable. He says, quote, now, how can this guy represent the January 6th defendants and then say something like this about Trump when Trump has abandoned them? I, I, I don't understand that. They got the wrong attorney. I can tell you that right now. He said, quote, President Trump will be arrested during Lent. So obviously this guy's a Catholic and they're all going to be on board with all this. The vast majority. Lent, a time of suffering and purification for the followers of Jesus Christ. What a lie from the pit of hell. It's a Catholic pagan holiday. I've covered it before. Key Lent in at contendingfortruth.com has nothing to do with the Bible. McBride wrote on Twitter, quote, As Christ was crucified and then rose again on the third day, so too will at the real Donald Trump. I'll tell you what, these these people need to be judged in the sight of all men. That all men would see and fear and declare the work of God that they would wisely consider of God's doing. And the righteous will be glad in the Lord and trust in him and all the upright heart with glory. According to Psalm 64, that's what needs to happen. We need judgment. Judgment must begin at the house of the Lord. I pray God just start judging these devils when they speak these great swelling words of vanity like the Bible talks about. Blasphemous. Blasphemous. When he faced some pushback on comparing Trump's plight to Jesus Christ's hours, hours long torture, McBride doubled down. This attorney, Jesus loves Donald Trump. Jesus died for John, Donald Trump. Jesus lives inside Donald Trump. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Then McBride tweeted, deal with it. Yeah. 
We're just talking demon possessed to the toenails. Their minds are darkened. Their, their, their consciences are seared with a hot iron. They have no love for truth at all. They love the strong delusion. And they are believing a lie. Their evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. See, he's deceived and he's trying to deceive you. And that's regarding the end times. 2 Timothy 2.13 or 3.13. Anyway, um, just beyond blasphemy. Other Trump supporters see eerie similarities between the Manhattan DA and the Romans who crucified Jesus Christ. They say, Rome tried to silence a peaceful leader via political persecution, Jesus, and ended up creating the most pervasive and permanent religious figure in all the world history, meaning Jesus Christ. MAGA world influencer, MAGA being the highest level of uh, the Church of Satan, just so you know. Um, I've done a whole study on that, just keeping MAGA. And we, we give you all the proof on that. It's, uh, it's totally... A witchcraft term 100% MAGA is a witchcraft term and that's why they use it because they're hoping that Trump's base never you know just goes along with whatever they're told and never questions things and, and we'll feed them whatever we want to and we'll we control him and we control you and, and we think it's hilarious when you're following this sexually disgusting perverted uh, mass murdering deviant uh, child molesting deviant as well got a lot of proof on that too and we love it and we love it when you're following him and you think that you're doing god's service when you're literally following somebody satan put in that position and we love it because it's all about getting you into hellfire eternally at the end of the day that's the ultimate motivation and for all of this getting you to follow our agenda I'm not going to sugarcoat any of this. I've been reporting on this for a long time. This is so unbelievable. Then this MAGA world influencer also wrote, Good effing luck. F word. New York. Meaning, I guess New York's going to incur the wrath of God, evidently, for what they're trying to do to Trump. Others are writing Trump into the Bible. Quote, to the wicked who are plotting against President Trump, who has committed no crime. He's never committed a, a crime. Who has been chosen and appointed by Jesus Christ for such a time as this. One person wrote on Truth Social, his Trump's own Facebook type network. You may, may you fall into your own nets while President Trump escapes safely from Psalm 141.10. This is beyond satanic delusion. Trump's base worshipped him as a heaven-sent Christ-like figure and continues to, despite his crass language, repeated documenting th documented philandering, and scant evidence that he regularly attended a church before running for president. His 
presidency helped to usher in the new era of christian nationalism which i do believe heavily ties in with the dominionism that we we talked about a lot lately a right-wing philosophy whose adherents believe trump is on a mission to restore god's kingdom in america which is dominionism by transforming its laws and cultural institutions to reflect evangelical christian values a widely cited study identified Christian nationalism as the dominant ideology among the January 6th Capitol rioters. And there's even a book, President Donald J. Trump, The Son of Man, The Christ, written by a Trump supporter. We just talked about that. And while we're on the subject, let's not forget the we reported on this uh, last December. I'm reposting this. Trump's Trump hosts gala for homosexual Republicans at Marlaco. He's not even trying to hide it. Because, see, he's trying to restore the the uh, uh, Christian nation by hosting a gala for homosexual Republicans at Marlago after Biden signs the same-sex marriage law. So I guess it was in celebration of Biden signing the same-sex uh, marriage law. Just two days after Joe Biden signed the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, which is meaning it should say the Destruction for Marriage Act, into law, LGBT Republicans celebrated its enactment at a gala event at Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort home, hosted by the former president himself. So he hosted it. Trump was joined by Arizona's 2022 GOP gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake and an array of high-profile gay cons, which are... Is, is means homosexual conservatives. There's no such thing. Including former National Director of Intelligence Rick Grinnell, a Trump appointee, and a frequent on Tucker Carlson, guest commentator Chad Chadwick Moore. They're all on the same sick satanic team. All of them. Fox News' Tammy Bruce, a lesbian, received the Spirit of Lincoln Award from the Log Cabin Republicans the GOP LGBT organization was sponsored by the Live Event. Last year's recipient was the former First Lady Melania Trump. So they're all on board with the whole gay LGBTQ thing. Here's a big picture of all these deviants having a photo op here. Here's the thing. Instead of celebrating the passage and the enactment of the new law, President Trump and Carrie Lake should have seized the opportunity to denounce it, but they did the exact opposite. Instead of congratulating the 500 or so gay cons gay conservatives gathered at Marlago's ballroom Trump and Lake should have asked these men and women to show that they are truly conservatives why would they invite them there they knew they weren't by affirming the immutable definition of marriage you know between a man and a woman but no they did the exact opposite um Trump said, we are fighting for the gay community and we are fighting and fighting hard. This is your Christian president, the former Christian president. With many, with the help of many of the people here tonight in recent years, our movement has taken incredible strides. This is Trump. The strides you've made here are incredible, added Trump. So he just doubles down, doubles and triples and quadruples down on his wickedness. Okay, so next report, and I, I think I have played this in the past. It's been a while, and it's a good refresher because we're going to be talking about um, LED lights and incandescent lights. Um, <clears throat> it's very important because they're going to ban the incandescence uh, very soon, and we're going to go into that. Uh, I haven't heard anybody 
in alternative media mentioned this. Now, I'm not saying I'm up on every person in alternative media, but I'm going to tell you why uh, it's kind of a big deal. And why you, while you can get them, you might want to get them while you can. Because I don't think after July, you're going to be able to get any. And you're most likely going to see the price of incandescent bulbs start to go through the roof. And even if you get them for potential um, <clears throat> barter in the future, uh, this is just a good, we're going to kind of be looking at a, a little bit broad view of this whole subject. So this is, again, Mark Steele. Uh, I've played him a lot lately. He's really got expert on 5G, um, <clears throat> expert on, the, on these LED streetlights and a lot of other things. Anyway, Mark Steele, weapons expert, goes through an LED streetlight. He's actually... Um, taking one of these apart and to prove it's a weapon hi everybody right well as you'll see this is the equipment that's been fitted uh, by councils across the country <clears throat> this is shared as now this is in the UK America I'm sure Canada and a ton of other places on the planet they, they, they went over to these LED streetlights we've had a whistleblower sent us the information and obviously we've got a box delivered by a whistleblower at one of the councils, all right? Because obviously the people are very concerned in the lighting departments about what this equipment is, and, the, and I've been asked to actually review it. Because this is a weapon system, all right? It's nothing more than a weapon. Now, I know it's masquerading as a light, but it's a weapon, all right? So let's just show you. Let's just break this whole thing down and show people what this is, alright? I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to take this piece, this antenna piece. So piece. there's an antenna that sticks out of the top of it, and he's got the whole thing kind of disassembled. Alright, people have seen it before, they've seen the breakdown, alright? Let's just unloosen this piece here, alright? Let's just... Break this down and let's show people what this is. Alright? This is the Harvard piece of technology. Obviously, that's the antenna. That's a scanner, it's a radar. It's a radar piece of equipment. You can see that. This has got the 450 volt capacitor on it. And you see the cabling. It's really important to see that cabling. This is the delivery system. Alright? This is an extremely dangerous piece of hardware. This is a single element, and they're 31,875. A lot of people making complaints to the council now, and making complaints where they're being lied to on a regular basis about this technology. So the councils are lying about what this is. Let's just show people this is not a dipole antenna. Look, it's a high-gain dielectric lens antenna alright it's in a little bit better shape than the other one that we've shown the video on but that is an illegal piece of equipment it's not a part 15 FCC approved piece of equipment this can target acquire it's radar that's a scanner alright we can target acquire it's a radar it's a scanner so it can target acquire people scanning antenna they are illegal Anybody thinks that councils have the right to scan into your home are mistaken. That's an offence in law. All right, let's just pop that back. 
Because people have seen that breakdown before, and they've also seen this breakdown before. Now, I give you the link if you want to watch this, because obviously I know I'm playing it and you can't see, but the information is important enough what he goes through. I want to recover this again, and then feel free, yeah, to watch it. What's really important is to have a look at this bit of hardware. Now, this box is actually being made so you can't get into it. All right, it's a sealed unit, which has had to be taken to pieces. Obviously, we've got to be careful with this because it's got to get sent back. It's got to go back in the stores. Mm. What I'm going to show people... So I guess he's borrowing this. For, I don't know how, but... This is the hardware. <laughs> this is the delivery system. This is coming from these units here. This is the delivery system to the weapon. All right? That's the delivery system to the weapon. This is the cabling, because I've had a couple of foolish people absolute ignorance that's the cabinet of the LED streetlights as you'll see they're very thin they're not that thin because they don't carry a great deal of power and they won't burn out however this piece of cabling is pretty powerful stuff and it has to be because you've got a 450 volt capacitor in this bit but you've also got a number of 450 volt capacitors on the board these are not for the LEDs this is the LED delivery system here. All right? There's transformers on so here. So they don't need 450 volts to go to the LEDs. They, they operate off very low voltage. The, the 450 volts, I'm, I think what he's trying to say is that that's the weapon delivery system regarding the antenna, regarding the target acquisition, the capabilities that it actually has. Reduce the power going to these small cables which fit into this for the LEDs, all right? You do not need this type of capacity. Only a fool, only a very, very ignorant fool would even pretend that this is some type of ballast, all right? These are LEDs for the ignorant. This isn't a fluorescent lamp needing ballast to put a lot of energy in. We all know that LEDs operate on very, very small amounts of energy so they do not need, so this is a step down to these small cables. However, this is a step up to this delivery system, because obviously if you're going to use a weapon, right. it needs to have a bit it's of... It's a step up the 450 volt capacitor to the antenna array that sticks out the top. And if you look at your um, LED streetlights, from any kind of side angle, you'll see a little antenna most likely sticking up and this is what I know I can't say this is the exact antenna if you're in America or if it's the exact same voltage but it may be and it it is a weapon maybe it's who knows I, I don't know but this technology is satanic needs to have a bit of power about it <clears throat> alright so that fits to there this then goes to this and obviously that's the 450 volt capacitor, all right? You've seen it in the closer breakdowns before, and this is the weapons delivery system. Again, if they can target you in your home, well, you can become a TI, meaning a targeted individual, real easy now. You can have all kind of health problems coming up out of nowhere. If one of these are in any kind of close proximity to your house, I mean, unless you've got your room totally shielded, and I don't even know... You know, I understand they've got like the canopies that you can sleep under. 
um, <clears throat> that are the silver based material. They've got the paints. The problem is, is they keep making these things stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm not 100% sure how much even those paints or those canopies can blunt this level of um, <clears throat> electricity that they're trying to pump into you or for frequencies, EMFs, that they're trying to pump into you. I mean, if you were underground, you know, I mean, yeah, I think they would have a much harder time getting to you. And this is why it's important to pray for God, you know, for protection. And um, protection from your energy, energy, protection from your enemies, um, protection from devices like this. You know, and this is why I include that in the one, the group prayer that on the current events, which um, I think this might be the, this teaching, I will, I will repost that one, because I, I still am alternating the, uh, the warfare prayers, so you can have those in every PDF. But I mean, this is absolute total satanic insanity, and just one of the many genocidal tools, or, or at bare minimum, a tool that is going to um, debilitate you, give you low energy, maybe give you cancer. Uh, horrible for your eyes, the nervous system. I mean, it's, it's just unbelievable. All right, that's the high gain antenna, illegal high gain antenna. Number of people have contacted Northumbria police about the genocide that's been committed on the people in Gateshead as we speak. Lots of people. So we'll be progressing that. As I was called by Northumbria police about this, and obviously, I'm still waiting for a senior investigating officer to contact me about this weaponry and how outrageous this is that a council can fit an unregulated, untested, illegal piece of equipment on a bit of street lighting. You've got to remember, Schrader have their own controller. It's not Harvard. They've got a totally different controller to that. It was called Owlet. It's not this. This is a weapon system. That's the difference. It's not for controlling the lights, and that's why the lights are on all the time. But here's the other part of a weapon. I'm going to show you in here. So he says this is the other parts of the weapon. Now we're going to the LED streetlights themselves. <coughs> These are bare elements. These are focused lenses. Focused lenses. Just like they're, to a certain extent, putting in all the newer cars that are, you know, that LED blue light that is doing massive damage potentially to your eyes. This is why I keep saying you need to be wearing, like, at bare minimum, if you don't have glasses, you can wear the, um, the amber... Uh, blue light blocking glasses you can buy up on I mean you can search them on Amazon buy them on eBay I don't recommend buying stuff on Amazon oh if anybody gets packages from me too if I send out stuff you know I send out a lot of stuff at Amazon stuff I try to only buy from Amazon when I it, absolutely have no other choice at all I don't want to give them any money but I get so many packages in the mail that even though I didn't order from Amazon I get the, if they're in the Amazon wrapper. So I look like a hypocrite when I send out my orders a lot of times because they come in Amazon Prime. I don't have Amazon Prime, okay? Um, I don't, I try not to even use Amazon at, 
I can't, you know, the last time I ordered from them, it's been a while. But what I'll do is I'll research Amazon. And I like, you know, you can go and research verified buyers on a product, see what kind of star rating it has. And I understand there's a certain amount they can, whatever, but verified purchases, I hope that that would be a pretty good indicator. Read what the reviews say, and then, you know, maybe go to eBay and buy it from some independent person or wherever, you know. Um, <clears throat> anyway, I just wanted to throw that in. Right, the focus lenses, see the small cables? Don't need a lot of power. Not like the delivery system for the weapon, right, for the antenna. It's a weapon. These are very small cables because these do not need a lot of power. Right. They don't need anything. LEDs don't need all the power. And what I was going to say also is that a really, you know, your best pair of sunglasses, and I understand it's, it's, you might say, well, it's not safe to drive with sunglasses at night. Well, I understand that, but, you know, it's, I guess, what you want to pick your poison because you do not want these. LED street lights, well, LED street lights and the um, the headlights in these newer cars. I mean, they're blinding. They're coming down the road, and it's like this should be illegal, you know. So I just wear my my prescription sunglasses at night. You could wear the the amber blue blocking. That wouldn't be as dark, I would imagine. I don't have a problem with it. I've adjusted to it. And um, <clears throat> protecting your eyes, you know, you can wear the amber blocking glasses in front of your computer too, because that's also blue light. Now it's not the same, obviously, order of magnitude as a, but you're in front of it all day, and it's just not good for you. Four hundred and fifty volts on a three thousand three. I, I mean, if you're at a computer, you're in front of it all day. Not really, anybody that says that is either a liar, a fool, or just indoctrinated to the point where really they're pretty useless. These are bare elements. There is no protection, there's no diffuser. These are illegal. These are a category two optical radiation emission system. Opti category two optical radiation emission. They're illegal. They're, they are to blind you. They are to degrade your eyesight and blind you. They're lenses, so what they do, that creates a focus point. These are basically lasers. So that bank of lasers there, in the 450, 460 nanometers, these are phosphor coated, and that phosphor wears off over time. So these become more toxic. They become more toxic, and they will kill. They'll blind people. They cause retinal cell stress, retinal cell death, and they will blind an awful lot of people if they don't wear protective eyewear. Yeah, I agree. And what I do, um, I do, I have the product that's called Healthy Eyes. And I have found it's the best product I've ever taken for eyes. It's got uh, vitamins like A, beta carotene is super, super important for your eyes and skin health. Um, a good form of C, vitamin E, uh, B12, zinc, selenium. And then it's got lutein, lycopene, zeaxanthin, L-glutathione, taurine, alpha-lipoic acid, quercetin, eyebright, and bilberry. All these are really super good for the eyes. And for me, I typically will do two to three a day. I, I, it makes a big difference. I can tell when I drive that if I don't do it, I can see a difference. I, I don't. My eyesight is not as crisp. Now I also do the fish oils, and I, I like to do those before bed. It really puts you in a nice state of sleep. I do a lot of stuff before bed for uh, restful sleep. But the really good quality filtered fish oils, which I also carry, I do those as well. 
And that's the one, my one-two punch I do for the eyes. And the fish oils, there's all kind of other benefits with them as well. But um, again, you don't have to get them for me, but I'm just saying that that's, that's my combination of things that I do uh, to protect my eyes. And, and I have noticed that it, it is a very good preserve. I mean, hey, they're trying to do everything they can do to take out our eyesight. So this is the equipment. This is a blatant weapons program. It is not, it is not a street light. These are not incandescent lights. These are part of a weapons program. Make no mistake about it. And we can prove it. Fortunately, we we'll have the evidence now, the actual undisputed evidence of this equipment being here to do harm to the citizen and not as we've been told the light. That's why the lights are rubbish. That's why everybody doesn't like them. That's why they're putting them up on motorways. These are part of the smart city agenda. This is a radar scanner. So when it sees you coming, it can actually increase or reduce the pulse rate. That pulse rate modulation called flicker modulation can be weaponized. It can be strobed and it'll be weaponized at any particular time through this equipment. Right. Now, they're now replacing it for something that's not as blatantly a weapon. Alright, they're replacing it now with some other piece of equipment at a multi-million pound deploy. Again, I, I, I don't know regarding all that, but um, we know that they're weapons. We know that the devils are doing this to us and, uh, you know just unbelievably horrible i wish i didn't have to report on this kind of stuff but again you know it's just one of the devices of satan that i have to warn my listeners about um okay so continuing on i'm going to finish this part on the uh now we're going to go over to the incandescent lights and this is a listener comment long time listener she sent me this and i entitled this incandescent and halogen light bulbs being discontinued by the government by government mandate at least in america as of July 31st, 2023. Okay, so what are we looking at here? We're looking at about four months until they're discontinued. Now, I'm pretty sure that I saw something where they were already they already stopped making them potentially, but they'll they're gonna let them be be sold until July. 31st 2023 again i haven't seen anybody in alternative media report on this and i think this is a really big deal in light of what we just heard in light of how wicked the led lights are and we're going to look at that again um not an in-depth but they're bad they're very very bad they give off tons of dirty electricity they can also be used as monitoring just like the led street lights uh, they can be used as a spying device inside your home. The incandescent cannot be used for that. There, there's, there's, they don't. It doesn't have the proper circuitry. They're a much simpler thing, and this is why they want to get rid of them. Oh, they'll tell you it's because oh they consume so much less power, and that type of stuff. But they are they're always going to have some excuse to to do this. Well, the 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 uh, picture that she sent me, she said I saw this in an Ace Hardware yesterday. I haven't seen it at my hardware store yet, but I did look this up, and yes, it is true. July 31st, 2023, and she's, it's a picture of the sign with light bulbs all around it in the incandescent light bulb section, okay? All incandescent and halogen bulbs are discontinued and unavailable for sale as of July 31st, 2023. Um, 
heat lamp bulbs and appliance bulbs are exempt from the sale okay so that was the fine print all right so yes this is straight from cbs news incandescent light bulbs get switched off in 2023 under the new satanic biden rule they are trying to force you to use the horrible led lights the biden administration is pulling the plug and we know if they're doing it it's got to be wicked pulling the plug on incandescent light bulbs in favor of energy efficient light emitting dirty electricity monitoring horrible for your health horrible for your eyes led lights remember these are horrible for your eyes horrible and we're going to look at that next led blue light wavelength linked to cancer cardiovascular disease and impaired vision so they want you to be being bathed in led lights these smart lights inside your home off your computer screen now i think off your computer screen is probably the least intense but it's still constant it's still bad and you should be wearing it again the amber glasses at least at night can find the amber blue blue light blocking glasses anywhere i mean amazon and then you can buy them on ebay uh, i've got into that before uh, they want you to be exposed to it when you're out on the road with the oncoming street lights or i'm sorry the oncoming driver lights in these new cars with um the uh street lights that we talked about and we they want you to be being bathed with bathed with it in and outside your home as well so that you will go blind and you'll have all of these health problems as soon as possible so they can get you out of the way you know which is what it boils down to the light from led devices can damage the eyes increase the risk of chronic illnesses and disrupt sleep patterns leds give off a large amount of blue light blue light waves trigger oxidative stress that damages the cells and tissues which can lead to various ailments conversely they do not emit any near infrared light similar to natural sunlight all by design the healing and regenerative effects of the red range of light, I guess in natural sunlight, counter, well, they're all healing in sunlight pretty much, uh, counter the harmful effects of blue light. Now, obviously, you want to stare into the sun, but I mean just overall. The combination of the high levels of blue wavelengths and the absence of near-infrared frequencies make LED lights harmful to human health. They increase the chances of chronic disease and hamper natural healing. If you want to know more, here's a, here's a link you can click on. Light and life. Can engineered light influence human health and productivity? Near-infrared wavelengths in natural sunlight, and, that, and there's a link to that as well. Sunlight is healthy. Millions of children have compromised eyesight of not getting enough sunlight. Yeah, has a lot to do with your eyesight. Near-infrared wavelengths in natural sunlight can get rid of, can get the retina ready to repair and regenerate itself. This is why during the day, it's better not to wear sunglasses. Sunglasses, actually, a good good pair that are, are going to be able to block this, these LED uh, weapon platform lights in the street lights and in the oncoming headlights, you should wear them at night because you're only getting exposed to horrible blue light, lasers, and these bio, you know, not bioweapons, but they're, they're a weapons platform, as Mark Steele was talking about. During the day, you shouldn't wear sunglasses. And I understand if it's like dusk and, or the sun coming up and it's right in your eyes. I get it then, okay? That's about the only time I will wear sunglasses during the day, okay? Um, but isn't this cool that um, 
Near-infrared wavelengths and natural sunlight can get the retina ready to repair and regenerate itself. So if you have eye problems, you shouldn't be wearing sunglasses during the day. You, you, um, you need to be getting a certain amount of sunlight and hopefully on your skin and just being exposed to this natural wavelengths. What are they going to tell you to do? Oh, slather yourself in, in, in the sunscreen with all kinds of cancer-causing chemicals. And I don't mean going out there getting burned, okay? I don't mean that. And I understand if you want to cover your face or areas that are more sun, I understand that. But sunlight is extremely important. And this is also one of the primary ways you make vitamin D3, which is so important that God, you know, gave us a way to create it in our body. It's, a, it's actually a hormone. It's a vitamin, but it's also a hormone. We're going to discuss that more at the very, very end of this. And I don't know when that's going to be because it might take me a while to get to it. But we're going to... I'm going to revisit the D3 and the vitamin K2 subject because I need to recover that because it's so important. So more on that at the end. Um, but this is how important natural sunlight is. They induce the retinal cells to produce melatonin that helps restore the health of the eyes. And that also is one of the ways we regulate circadian rhythm. So if you're one of those people that can't ever get to sleep, when you, when you need to be getting some, it may just be that, you know, you're not getting enough sunlight exposure during the day. You're wearing your sunglasses. You're not getting any of the natural sunlight in and your circadian rhythm's all messed up and your sleep, sleep cycle and melatonin cycles, melatonin being produced from the pineal gland is all messed up. Now there may be other factors at play, but I'm just saying that's just important. But LED lights do not trigger those natural healing processes. Instead, they bombard retinal cells with digital blue wavelengths that cause destructive oxidative reactions. Instead of regenerating, instead of regenerating, thanks to the natural sunlight, the eyes degenerate in the blue light cast by the LEDs. And again, if you got them in your house, that's what's going on as well. The condition can eventually develop into age-related macular degeneration, the leading reason older people go blind. Now, the reason I've been talking so much about the eyes lately is because, let's face it, guys, if you lose your eyesight, it's a pretty big deal. It's going to be tough to go through the coming wicked New World Order and, and whether you're pre-trip, post-trip, mid-trip, whatever. Going through life blind is not a good scenario regarding what we've got in front of us. Unless that's like God's will for your life or something. Okay? So this is why I talk a lot about eyesight. I got one eye I'm basically operating off, and, and you tell you what, you lose you lose one eye, and it, it's a big deal, basically. I do believe that my one eye will be healed eventually, but I'll tell you what, it's very humbling, and you know, you realize once you lose it, it's like, wow, I've only got one left. <laughs> it's a really big deal that I take care of the one I got, and, and you know, that type of thing. The condition can eventually develop into age-related macular degeneration, the leading reason people uh, older go blind furthermore the reduced levels of melatonin make it more likely for a person to develop insulin resistance uh, patients with insulin resistance become more vulnerable to myopia blue light from leds disrupts the proper activity of the mitochondria which is like the powerhouse of the cell that generates energy they open the door for cancers, metabolic disorders, and other health issues associated with mitochondrial dysfunction. Mitochondria are the structures in the cells that produce cellular energy. They contain light-absorbing molecules that are optimized to absorb the near-infrared part of the light spectrum. High levels of red light increase the amount of energy produced by the cell. When they say red light, they I wish they would just say sunlight. I, I think they mean the red light spectrum within the sunlight. 
LEDs do not emit any near-infrared light. The lack of the right frequency of light hampers the energy production of the mitochondria. They generate less adenosine triphosphate, or ATP, the chemical that serves as the fuel for cellular functions. The efficiency of ATP star cells goes down. Then liver cells cannot remove as many toxins from the blood, while skin cells will produce fewer collagen fibers to replace damaged portions of the skin. So it will age you much quicker. The general health of a person will go down, rendering him or more less, less vulnerable to chronic diseases. And all of this just from LED lights and not getting enough natural sunlight. As mentioned earlier, lights from LEDs stop the body from producing melatonin. In addition, well, I wouldn't say it totally stops it, but it's going to hinder it. In addition to regenerating the eyes, melatonin also affects sleep. Light-sensitive cells in the eyes keep track of blue light. These cells trigger a part of the hypothalamus to signal the pineal gland to halt production of melatonin, leading to increased wakefulness. So when you at night, what you want to do is... is Try to expose yourself to the least amount of blue light as possible, off t TV screens, off off your laptop. That's when you would want to wear, at bare minimum, your amber blue light blocking glasses. You will get used to them. In fact, I prefer watching, like if I've got something on at night, if I'm in bed or something, I prefer having them on. I really do. Now, at first you might not like it, but you'll get used to it. And you'll actually, I, I prefer it. Um, uh, and it also helps you wind down for sleep okay because you're not you're not getting all that blue light and it's not going to affect melatonin production as the sun goes down the amount of, of red light decreases the light sensitive cells tell the pineal gland um, to release melatonin thus inducing sleep exposure to blue light of the LED devices at night disrupts this natural process this bright light emitted by the screens of electronic devices oh I forgot smartphones and tablets can suppress the production of melatonin for one to two hours disrupting disrupting the normal sleep cycle of a person fortunately it is possible to reduce or prevent the harmful effects of blue light replace leds with incandescent light bulbs oh you're not gonna be able to do that very much longer get as much exposure to natural sunlight during the day as possible and don't use any sources of blue light at night or try to limit them so all I'm saying is that you might want to, you can still get them. Now, I don't know if this will be reversed or whatever, if a new regime comes in or whatever on the incandescence. I, I doubt it. But this is maybe the last opportunity for you to ever get incandescent lights ever. Other than if you try to get them in the future, you're going to pay I don't even know because once people figure this out, what I'm telling you, you're going to probably see a gigantic, um, well, the people that do end up figuring out, you're going to see a gigantic um, push toward getting incandescent lights. And I mean, just think about how many, if you have smart, if you have LEDs in your house or just trying to replace or even an apartment, it's a lot of lights you're talking about typically. Okay, so my advice, and you can pray about it, take it to the Lord in prayer, I would maybe want to stock up on those and try to get the longest life ones you can. They're more expensive. You can get them on eBay right now. Um, you can get like ones that are like 10,000 hours per bulb. Even more sometimes. They're still available. They're, yeah, they're expensive. 
they're but they're only going to most likely go more and more higher and higher you might want to set aside some money for this because we know it's an agenda i just told you all the stuff the leds do to you it's very very bad it affects you from stem to stern top to bottom everything if your sleep cycle is being interfered with and, and horrible and your melatonin i mean that's that's a foundational type of thing it's going to age you quicker it's going to take out your eyes it's going to it's going to destroy the retinal cells you do this in conjunction if you if you're using these smart type of led dirty and they give those leds also one thing they don't get in here is it gives off all this dirty emfs and electricity horrible those those led lights they didn't even get into that in this report i have in times past that's another reason you do not want them it's dirty electricity that all these horrible emfs going into you from these lights and if you got what if you got four in each room or something on, on a light receptacle you're getting bathed in this stuff and there are all the other things i mentioned so i'm not telling you anybody what to do i'm just saying that that you might want to pray about that and and do it while you have this very narrow window left um that's what i would do okay anyway god bless you and we will see you in part two Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R-T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, number 321, Hickory, NC, 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.